Uh, welcome, one and all, to the to the annual Avery Hill Christmas podcast. Hooray! Hooray! Think back to, to, to the podcast last year, an awful lot of fun, mm. an awful lot of enjoyment. We're in a different location this time. Yes, I've moved. We've moved. Uh, so, you know, change of scenery, change is as good as a rest, things like that. It's nice. And we're joined by some guests today. Apart from, from myself, your host, Mr. David White, uh, we've got... Uh, Mr. Ricky Miller. Hello. Mr. Michael Gosden. Hello. My co-publishers in crime. And we've also got the aforementioned guests, Mr. Tim Bird. Hello. And Mr. Warren Pomery. Hello. Um, you'll of course know Tim. Tim and Owen from their smash hit releases this year, mm-hmm. Grey Area and, and the Megatherium Club. We'll, we'll come on to those in a bit more detail in a, in a moment. But we thought we'd start the podcast by just going back over what the years, what the years produced for us but we, what we've uh, what's come out of the Avery it's Hill it's been a bumper year it's been ten mental. titles ten titles ten titles that's, that's, that's nearly one a double figures yeah what is that one, that's, how many it's months not, is that it? it's not quite one a month but it's, that's what, it's like 0.8 it's not far off it's is it it's not far off yeah we're not going to we're not going to dwell on on uh, the early stuff too much because we, we, that was discussed in in our spring podcast we started off the year with a bang close up MasterChef volume 2 did I have another close-up MasterChef in me? No, I didn't. It is the long show that. So that's that's the end of the close-up MasterChef with Volume 2. Thank goodness for It's that. exhausting work. Mentally I was, I was looking exhausting. at shop, shop stats the other day, and both the close-up MasterChefs are in the top four of clicks of people looking at them. Not being converted into sales, but people do look. Yeah, no, they do. It's, it's because that's you know people, stuff, yeah. people um, search for MasterChef stuff. Yes, basically. And they, come, they, they end up there and, disgusted, they, they turn away. Mm. Um, and rightly so. And rightly so. Uh, and then we we uh, put out Reads number three. Yes, we did. Um, classic. The, the classic Reads three, as I think it's probably um, probably now regarded. It was the best one at the time, but it's been superseded, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it also featured the first appearance of, of the Megatherium Club in, in a prelude of, of, of the uh, extravaganza that was going to come later in the year. And then we got to Grey Area 2, which was in May, I think. Uh, was that about right? Be, yeah. yeah, I remember it was in time for Comicette. Yeah, we, so. we got it out just in time for Comicette. A little bit of a, a breakdown of what that was about, Tim. Well, it was called The Old Straight Track. And it was about motorways and ley lines. Uh, and the idea that um, there are modern sort of uh, sacred sites, like uh, service stations along the, the motorways, which join the places up with pylons instead of standing stones and yeah also features um one of my favorite service stations lancaster with the uh oh, fortin yeah services yeah, yeah. near lancaster yeah. classic service Why, what's good about it it's, it's got yeah no, sorry, it's a, just a, a weird building it's like um yeah, how would you describe it it's like kind a, of like a it, it's the, the really top, wide at the top yeah it's like a it's, it's a circular disc Type, right. uh, of, of, of a building like a flying saucer. Um, yeah, very 1950s yeah. modernist. But it's it's kind of it's elevated, so it's on a it's on a central support. Yeah, and it's on top, and it looks it's amazing. Owen, you're a former nearly architect. Is it a world famous service station? It might well be. I can't picture it personally, um, mm. so I can't comment. Well, you're supposed to know every building ever, isn't that what? 
That's what architects do. That is, that's that's, that that's the, the first year. Yeah, you just go through <laughs> all the buildings. <laughs> all the buildings. buildings. Yeah. It's like ornithology, so you can sort of like learn it by silhouette. Yeah. You just have an observer book of, <laughs> yeah. book of buildings. <laughs> do ornithologists do that? Yeah. Learn yeah. by bird silhouettes? I think so, yeah. 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 Uh, you say, you uh, say people spot birds at night. How else would you do it? Um, I found out that owls, when they go twit twoo, that's two owls. Like one's going twit and the other's going... They're answering each other. Yeah, right. uh, that's okay. true. That's that is. Uh, owls, owls do speak to each other, but when you with one, that's just one owl doing the. the I thought they were the controversial. Yeah. yeah. Who told you this? I've heard that. As See, well, this is where we brought Owen in. This kind of level debate because we were just accepting that from Michael. We were just taking his nonsense. As a country lad, I used to communicate with owls. This has got very twin peaks. But you can sort of make like a hooting sound with your hands if you. And, and then you can get owls to answer you back. Well, what do they say? Well, they just do a twit twit. They all say twit twit. Yeah. Exactly. We, we've actually got a comic coming out about British wildlife next year. Very nice. Yeah. That's very nice. Very nice. Yeah, by Jill Hatcher from uh, Team Galcon. Oh, very She's nice. working yeah. on something, so, yeah. Is it confirmed it's going to be owls, isn't it? Or? Um, there were definitely birds, because she works for the RSPB. Oh, right. So, yeah, so she's interested. Oh, that's just seamless stuff, this, Yeah. It? We will. That's why we led you down this cul de sac. Michael deliberately <laughs> brought in the owl thing. We've been here for hours. <laughs> just plotting this. Throwing out. There are subplots. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, grey area two, which which is which has been massively successful. And um, now everyone thinks that's all about owls. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> There's the, not a single the, owl. <laughs> the owl issue. Uh, the owl is. Yeah, I was, I was really pleased with it. I thought it came out really well. Yeah, and no, it is. It's, 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 a, it's a, had a lot of positive feedback. So yeah, 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 yeah. I think it got it got even better press on the first issue, which is now sold out. That's another thing that happened with Grey Area this year. Sold out. Second printing. Second printing. Yeah, just flew off oh, the shelves. It's really nice to to know that people are reading it. And yeah. you can. Um, you can view issue one on oh, yeah, website. Oh yeah, it's all on my website now. So, is that tim www.timothybird.co.uk? Yeah, correct. That's good. Or if you'd rather good pay for it, which of course you would, you can come to our website and <laughs> yeah. buy, buy it digitally. You can buy it, <laughs> and then you can keep it. You know, it's, you it's can't keep it on Tim's. You no. can just print them out, I suppose. And... No, they can't. No. Shh. <laughs> um, do what you will. Um, yeah. So, uh, and and we'll talk more about grey area. Grey Area Three, which is which is um, uh, in the works as well. Yeah. But going back to the year, we then uh, the festival mm -hmm. by Jazz Greenhill. Um, Jazz's first full-length comic. which are which are yeah. fantastic if you can get hold of them. But yeah, that was um, Jazz's story of uh, some errant children wandering around a music festival at night and the fun and games they get up to. Family friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing yeah. crazy. Mm. Um, Buy a few kids for Christmas. A couple of personal projects uh, of mine. Won't spend a lot of time on them. Slightly niche. Yeah, Mitchell Collection and Invincible. Um, a couple of photographic zines um, that I put out. Go and have a look at the website for those. But then the big the big thing mid-year, the barnstorming release of the Megatherium Club. Yeah. Yeah, that was dropped in the summer, wasn't it? July, July. the heady July. days. Yeah. Dropped. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I think that the party was a highlight of my year. I think. Yeah, was, yeah. The uh, party, the, the launch party at the uh, Natural History Museum. Yes, which turned out great. I thought. Yeah, it was, it was really good. Fantastic fun. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, the, the the Natural History Museum was the venue for the, for the launch. 
um, we picked it specifically for, for the subject matter. Did yeah. I tell you I got turned out of the gift shop for being a bit too drunk? You were quite drunk. Really? By the security man. And I was puzzled by the fact that I was allowed to walk around some of the most precious fossils in the entire world. <laughs> but go in the gift shop and they were like, no, mate, get out. What, what had you done to push... Oh, nothing. I just edge. looked vaguely... Yeah. You were you were wandering at that point. I like a wander. You well, do well, when you have a drink. It's very much in keeping with the Megatherium Club, though. Yeah, mm. it's all about uh, combining drunkenness and science. That's what I was Eminent. going for. And then yeah, so the the the, the guys the, the the subjects in the Megatherium Club like a bit of science, like a like a drink. Yeah, yeah. What's their what's their background in a in a nutshell? In a nutshell, they were a group of sort of amateur scientists who worked out of the Smithsonian Institute in the 1800s and what they sort of lacked in knowledge they made up for with enthusiasm which they also had for drinking and various shenanigans really and it's a slightly twisted version of real events they're all based on real characters and, yeah I think and, they're, 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 these are historical figures aren't yeah, they yeah and all their character traits are genuine I've just sort of ramped them up in certain areas and then I've created a rather ridiculous story about but them. But the Yeti, that's not... That wasn't... That's not that's factually not real, accurate. Right? But if you, uh, if you read the uh, sort of closing part of the Megatherium, it says caveat is in there mm. by saying it may or may not have happened. Mm. So, I like to think it did. Yeah, we all do. I like to think we it did. We all do. And, uh, yeah, so that was volume one, The Great Ape, and uh, that's also available. Yep. Possibly more to come next year as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the, when the muse strikes, and again, I mean, I, th I think the, the really pleasing reaction to, to that as well. Various reviews uh, praising praising the work. I, I think it probably the, the, the key aspects in the reviews is probably very different to anything you've put out Absolutely. before between the billboards being your 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 project that you've been going on, which is up to issue five. I think up to number five at the moment. Yeah, um, very different tone, very different. Yeah, um, approach. I think it, I think it was a surprise for some people that you're, you know, it was, it was certainly more uh, a more uh, humorous approach to to a story. Yeah, most of my stuff's quite sort of dark and introverted, and in a way, it was sort of more daunting putting it out because it's a comedy piece. There's sort of nowhere to hide with it. It's yeah. either funny or it's not, or it's an enjoyable adventure or it's not. It's, there's no sort of layers really with it. Um, so it was sort of more sort of soul bearing putting it out there because if it didn't work, it was just flat with previous stuff I've you know if someone doesn't quite you know get it or whatever you can say oh you didn't you missed this aspect of it or whatever but it's soul's clearly not deep enough to, to exactly, get my words yeah, yeah you know okay so yeah, yeah no but I th I th again I, th I think there was a, a fantastic reaction to it so then we moved on to uh, we put out fronts in August which is the first of our Avery Hill arts line Michael do you want to just give a brief Outline of what Fronts was about. Fronts was featured the work of an artist called Roman Kloneck, who works in Dusseldorf, which I believe is in Germany. Okay, okay. Um, and he does amazing woodcut type stuff, uh, really colourful and kind of modern and difficult to describe. On They're quite fantastic, aren't they? Liberty, yeah. Yes. And you should just go to the website and check yeah. one of the images and you'll be like, yeah, this guy is good. Yeah, on our website we've got a, um, a short video of him actually making one of the woodcuts. So yeah, you it's really cool. definitely check that out. Yeah, I mean the process in itself is, is amazing, but then 
the work that Roman produces is is equally amazing, I think. Yeah. And there's a good little interview with him. Yeah, so uh, just really briefly, the format was um, a selection of, of, of Roman's work, of his woodcuts, mm-hmm. uh, with an interview as well. So it's it, not an introduction to his work, but uh, a kind of a, a brief look into his into his practice, I suppose. Yeah. We're going to be having more uh, in the front series in the new year as well. Probably. 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 Then into getting towards the end of the year, we had a bit of a bit of a break after that that hectic summer. We put out Reads issue four, um, closing closing the first volume of Reads that had a cover by Tim. Yeah, a fantastic cover, a, 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 a psycho um, homage, homage, I believe. Would that be the right? Nice, yes. Phraseology. Yeah. Homage. Yeah, it's supposed to be a character from Metro. Metro. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was kind of taking those characters and putting them into the psycho scenario. So it's like um there's a um Vanbra Castle appears in Metroland, so the the house from Psycho became Vanbra Castle, etc. Yeah, I think probably best cover so far. For me. It's a matter of taste, David. It I is, I, it said, is. Or I can comment on the worth of any of the covers. Of course, of course. I can compare them. Um and only you had a few strips in there, I think. Three. Three and all, yeah. 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 Um Short stories, short works. Yeah, yeah. All very lovely. Thanks. Thank you. Um, Michael, you finished off uh, mm. the epic that was, is, and forever will be Bad Times Ahead. Yeah, it was. Uh, it felt the right time to end it. Um, I, I, I think there probably had been a time before <laughs> then, but I think this was the time when you did end it. It was yeah. always the right time to end it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, this, this was a time when I was... Told to end it. Told to end it. Yeah, and you did. And I did. And you did. I mean, you you absolutely ended it. You can definitely say, one good thing you can definitely say is that it did end. And I drew the jungle. Oh, it's an an exceptional foliage. Quite well. Never would have guessed that for, you know, you've never been out of sick up in your life. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you've been a a resident of the Amazon. It was uncanny. Uh, yeah, I, the capture of the sights, the smell. No, they were the good. You're rainforest. particularly good at foliage, I think. Well, I think yeah, that's why you, all the jungle scenes have been there. Uh, I'm definitely a lot highlights. better at foliage than I am at humans or anything else. And maybe that's you know a signpost to apart from you... badgers. Oh, and badgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, exactly. I mean, I've never seen the essence of a badger captured so so accurate. Then yeah, we should mention in your in your offensive. Um, Derek the Offensive Badger cartoon strip. Which is now available to view on, it's on the website, isn't it? It's a webcomic. It's gone digital. Yeah, it's, it's gone uh, digital. Yeah. Yeah. And have we put up the one where he meets the Megatherium Club? That's not online as far as No, not yet. Okay. I, I was staggering the releases, basically. Ooh, it's quite exciting. And apart from the cover, you had uh, your mixtapes story. Oh, in Reeves. Yeah. Yep, in yeah. Reeves. That was very good. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's Tim doing his nine panel. Uh, was it nine panels? Yeah, it's yeah, nine it panel fair. pages, yeah. which uh, I I think showcases your work at its best. Person. Mm. And we had a couple of right. a couple of Metroland strips in there as well, Rick. Again, yes. bringing the current arc to an end. Yes, I conclusively <coughs> ended it by killing the main character and blowing up the world at one point. So, but that's that's leading the way for the for the second series of Metroland. Yes, the uh, all new new series of Metroland in its own comic. Amazingness, but actually drawn by good people. So, and that's again penciled in for next year, spring. Spring, yes. Who's wow. drawing it? Um, Julia Shields drawing the first issue. 
beyond that, don't know yet. So. I think is the idea you're going to pick. Yeah, I'm going to try and get through. Yeah. You're going to get me to do one. Yeah. Yes, the foliage issue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one that's based in it's a, a night house. in a jungle. <laughs> um, and that closing out the first volume of reads. Mm-hmm. Um, the second volume is going to going to um, come out next year. Yes, uh, it's going to be. We're looking at a four issue arc for each volume, aren't we? Yep. So we're going to have uh, three main strips, which are four parters, um, plus the odd backup strip. And each cover is going to be by uh, Eleni Colacotti, who um, is this great illustrator that Owen put me onto this year. And I've been buying her scenes, which are amazing, but I'll talk more about those later. She's going to do the covers? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. yeah we've got yeah, some big plans for, for next year. Yeah, yeah, we're kind of ramping up. We're going to US comic format, um, uh, probably up in the print run quite a lot and trying to push it a bit more. So. And then we closed the year with um, Seasons by Mike Medalia which we launched at Thought Bubble, um, which went really well. There's some, some really nice reviews that started coming through. So, um, and very briefly, it's, uh, Mike, Mike's not with us, obviously. He's um, not dead. I was going to say that sounded quite yeah. No, he's just somewhere else. <laughs> it didn't make him sound. I, I, we, we didn't tell him we were doing this until no, last week. No, wait a minute. He is dead. <laughs> this is his last comic. You should probably buy it. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's a cry for help. <laughs> Um, it's going to be terrible if he's actually died while it's afternoon. That would be shocking, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's just how I'm talking about quite flippantly. <laughs> it's a timing thing. And then they all laugh. And we'd, we'd be under suspicion, wouldn't we? <gasps> uh, yeah, so Seasons by, by Mike Medaglia. I don't think it's a silent G. Medaglia? Medaglia. Yeah. That's how I've been Have you ever heard him saying it? Referring him. No, but I, was, I mean, I was in Gosh today, for example, and Steve definitely said Medaglia. Was it Medaglia? I don't trust him, though. But that sounds, sounds better. You should, <laughs> you should consider it if he, if that's not a answer. Uh, yeah. So so seasons by Mike. Yeah. So uh, that's um, and so we, we we launched that thought bubble to to great acclaim. I think. Um, yeah, that went down really well. Uh, and again, people were saying some really nice things about it. So a bumpy year. It was all in all. It's been a tiring year, and that's without all the fairs, which were the real killers. Yeah. Yeah. Special mention there for MCM. <laughs> Never um, do MCM. No, MCM yeah. was it, the one where people are dressed up, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's most oh. of them, but yeah. The, the, that that the was the one you, where my soul died. Yeah. yeah, I just saw the light leave your... I've never been... It was a dark time, I think. Was I, that Earl's Court? No, no, it was, it was a, Excel. Excel. With the DLR down to add to it, and the rain. Never been so It wasn't outside, though, was it? No, but you had to walk there from the... like. Uh, like it was a twenty-minute walk because oh, of the to, to, yeah. uh, to the place. I'm glad I didn't go. Um, yeah, but um, top marks for giving it a go. Yeah, mm. it was it was three days we of hell. Three days of hell. I think I'd describe it. If if you take nothing else from this podcast, never do MCM. See, the thing is, though, I almost enjoyed it. I didn't mind it. it I thought didn't. it was okay. No, I thought it was okay. You, I didn't mind are, it. You always look back fondly. It's no, like, no, even it, at the it, time. It, yeah, you just seem strangely... It's your classic weakness. I, I found it relatively enjoyable because I like some of that stuff, so I was quite interested. Yeah. You started off badly, though, because when you tell them about when you were standing in the queue... Yes, this is good. This is good. This made it all worthwhile. When I was standing in the queue, and I had to pay in queue to get in, even though I was <laughs> exhibiting and in no way interested in actually walking around it, uh, I heard a young girl say to a young boy behind me I say young they were less than 20 or whatever 
something along the lines of, why is that sad old man queuing up here on his own? How weird is that? <laughs> and I wanted to turn around and say, I don't want to be here. But I thought that would sound even worse, so I just let it go. <laughs> also, there's only a chance that it might not have been you, and then you, that when you were yeah, then I would have was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Really? Mainly because I was the only one that was that could not dressed up. <laughs> you were yeah, like a sad old man. You're the only one that was sad. sad. Yeah, there might yeah. have been a sad old man. Maybe you were crying and they meant like sad because you look sad. <laughs> I was crying. I was crying. We all hit rock bottom at some point, though, through uh, through through exhibiting. I think through comics. Yeah. yeah, I think I can safely say mine um, was alternative press. Yeah. <laughs> Um, not not the show itself. I mean, it, even though I didn't have a particularly great day sales wise at that, um, but it was that child, yeah. the angry child, the angry child. So angry. I've never been heckled by any member of the public really, but to have it by such an intense angry child, who slapped his fists, yeah, onto my products, <laughs> my books, <laughs> just to clarify, <laughs> and uh, looked me dead in the eye. And screamed, "What is this? <laughs> what is this? What is this?" This came at a point when I was actually questioning that my very self. <laughs> so it, it just it all closed in. Is it possible that the angry child was a projection of your own mind? I I, I made physical. That now. Yeah, because I never saw him again, and uh, I sort of expect expect he will return at my lowest point. Yeah, to, to ask that question yeah. again, handing you the bottle of pills or. Tim, you don't, you don't, you don't. No, I've not really had a bad experience of fairs. Yeah. I don't tend to go to you them. Don't stoop to you. That's one way. Around, yeah. <laughs> don't go to them and then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I feel like I should. So they're good when they're good. They are. And when they're not, they're not. Uh, so that 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 rounds up our rounds up our year. So uh, into the into the second phase of of the annual Avery Hill Publishing Christmas podcast. It's the time of year when you look back a little bit, yeah. With you know, with a, a bit of a retrospective view of the year, and we thought we'd uh, all pick our favourite small press item. Would that be the best way to describe it? Do you think? Um, probably kind of handmade, handmade kind of small pressy type thing. Type thing. So yeah. it, can't, thing. It, it can't be published. Is that the criteria? Yeah, no, no, it can be published. It can be published. Yeah, yeah. Right. There is no criteria. It's just yeah, no, it's just it's the kind of thing where you know it when you see it. Stuff from the scene. The scene. Yeah. My, okay. my, my pick doesn't doesn't make that criteria, so no no worries there. Yeah. Let's let's start with uh, let's start with, with with Mr. Mr. Ricky Miller. Okay. Well, um, I mentioned her earlier, and um, I'm going with uh, Eleni Colacotti's uh, months zines. So she brings one of these uh, A6 zines out every month, and I subscribed, and they're basically fantastic. Um, I think. Yeah, I'll just pass them around. Everyone's kind of seen. Yeah, you showed me these before. And they're, yeah, they're, they're bloody awesome, actually. She started just to, it was started at the with January, wasn't it? So at the start of the year, she she offered a subscription model um, for a zine per month. Yes, it was a very good deal. I think it was thirty four pounds for the year's worth, or something like that. Um, but yeah, and she's actually completed. She's up to date. And yeah, just got October and November in the post, so uh, yeah, it's an amazing achievement. They're all quite interesting in their own way, like some of them uh, kind of like fold out ones, some of them are more your um, stapled ones, and there's lots of interesting things going on in them. But the 
the design of them is beautiful and the her her work is just stunning. Yeah, they're it? all pictures, aren't they? Rather than sequential. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But just amazingly designed. That's it, incredible. Yeah. How, how does she work? Is it? Does she work digitally? No, or? no. She like um, you can buy her original artwork uh, online. They're all. She might finish them off digitally, but yeah, they're, they're all pencil or ink drawings to begin with. And it's just a really nice project to, to or a lot of them set up at the start of the yeah of the year. It was a great idea, it? and then to actually achieve that, especially in the small press self-publishing industry where people tend to release something and then forget about it for two years, and then before they do the next one. So yeah. who you could be talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and 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 as we say, um, Elena will be gracing. Yes, that wasn't why I chose her. Like, like no. she would have been chosen even if we weren't doing stuff. But no, of course not. I, I mean, it's just opening February, which was a fold out. A fold out. I might actually steal yeah. these off you. Yeah, I've got Michael's two of the larger prints as well. Which Michael's Michael's gonna thieve, I was going to thieve. I love the one with the buildings sure. with the. That's, that's incredible. Uh, yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, really nice. The is that July? July, yeah. yeah. What's what's that's the lady's website? Oh, there's um, a giant woman on it. Yeah, like Attack of the Giant Woman. Yeah. What's that film? I, think I, I don't think she's meant to be horror giant. I think it's more kind of a... It's kind of big, metaphorical type thing. Um, yeah, but look, she's massive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, her website is www.elenicalicotti.com. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, so I'm going to spell it. So it's www.elenicalicotti.com. Excellent. Excellent. Good pick. I know. Good pick. That's why I chose it. That's why, and that's you. You text that box, uh, Mr. Michael Gosden. What's your pick of the year? My pick of the year is <coughs> it's called Structo, 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 and it's a mere five pounds, and it's basically like stories and poetry and stuff. I think I picked it up at the Alternative Press. Yeah, I remember you picking it up. Place. Is it an anthology? So it's got it's an anthology, yeah, lots of different creators. things. Uh, so some of it is brilliant, some of it's okay, but it's all pretty good. There's one really good story in which I now can't find. There's one called Ham, Egg and Chips by Mark Poole, which is about an old guy that sits in a cafe and he goes there every day and then his wife dies. It's quite cheerful. And uh, lots of other stuff on there. Excellent. And who's that... Published by is it? A particular... I have absolutely no idea. You normally find information in and around the book. Traditionally, they well, could even be worse at marketing than we are, and not put their own That's information impressive. on there. That, that is impressive. I like the um, cover image and yes, you know the layout graphics. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's nice. It's just a nice thing. We'll, we'll put a link online with uh, whoever's. Yeah, good shout. There's, there's, there's some really good stuff. I just remembered the story about tiny horses, which is called the tiny horses. Yeah, it has a good picture of some tiny horses. Mm -hmm. And they're mm -hmm. all stories. They're stories in poetry. And a couple of sort of... Um, Illustration. Non-fiction. Non-fiction as well. I think you spotted a map earlier, I Tim. I saw a map. And I yeah, Tim. Yeah. A map of Soho. Immediately drawn to a map which was accompanying accompanying the article by a guy who um, goes around eight coffee shops in London in one day to find out what it's like to be a journalist or writer that writes in coffee shop because it's a trendy thing to do. And by the end of the day, he's far too wired to do anything like... He's almost crying Yeah. by the end of it. So, yeah, Structo. Keep an eye out for that it. That is Structo 9, is it? That's number 9, so there must be, now I think about it, more to get... I'm trying to find the website, but I can't. Structomagazine.co.uk Simple as that.
Excellent. Uh, Tim, Mr. Tim Bird, what is your pick of the year? Uh, Swear Down by Oliver Reese, mm-hmm. which um, is the first, first thing of his, first of his books that I've read, but um, been aware of his stuff on, on his website for a while. It's all, all really good. And his comics are all about walking uh, and Swear Down. He sets off from his home in Manchester, heading towards Ghana. It doesn't get that far. Because um, of the sea? Because well, the sea is in the way? Because, um, yeah, but it's, it's more about the, the walking that he's doing. But uh, he uses the walking as a sort of therapy. To Hang on, I'm confused. Is this real? Is he... Yeah, so he really does walk this. Oh, okay. He doesn't really walk to Ghana. I think he gets about 20 miles from his home. But he's the comic is about him thinking about the birth of his son. When his son was born, he was born very prematurely and his wife became very ill. So it's like his way of dealing with this horrible time. Well, yeah. like the final part of his walk, he's with his wife and they, they, you know, they... But he doesn't get to Ghana. No, I don't think he ever really... Is it more the direction he's going in? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's his kind of art style? So this is a comic, is it? Yeah, it's a comic um, and he, I I think he draws it in pencil and then it's sort of watercolour over the top but it's quite quite minimal and abstract uh, and it's all sort of handwritten text sounds really cool yeah I've, I've got it I've, I've not got around to reading it yet I've bumped into him at the thought bubble actually uh, I, I haven't met him in person but seems a nice guy yeah it's one of those people whose name you see mentioned quite a lot but I just don't know anything about what they do but I shall check out that one now because it's yeah and so I, good. I I don't have his website hand, but I'm... Um, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll find that. Yeah, has... I'm sure he's pretty easy to, to, to track we'll down. We'll put up a link to that as well. We will, we certainly will. Owen, Owen, what is your pick of the year? My pick of the year is um, by... Well, his pen name is Lando. Uh, that's from the Decadence uh, Comics. Um, anyone who's been in small press and publishing um, will be aware of them, I would imagine. Um, he's been around for quite a while, um, and I'm going for Pyramid Scheme and other stories. So it's essentially four, is it four stories? Yeah, it's four stories, uh, including the uh, title story, Pyramid Scheme. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's science fiction, essentially, um, which isn't something I'm normally me, that sort of drawn to but the the artwork is just well there's no one oh yeah I know I know the guy there's no one coming close in terms of quality of line for me yeah it's and it's just the eyeball of decadence it's awesome it's absolutely blinding stuff I think it's really clever how um, I've not read this one but other ones the, the sort of languages are made up languages yeah he did like a, a, a series of three which was called untranslated or something and uh, they the language in it is not translated, and it's like some sort of alien tongue. But yeah, it's uh, it's quite it's quite incredible stuff. I mean, everything they put out seems to be of a very high quality. But yeah. th- this is one of my favourite in recent times. I think a special mention um, for for uh, I think Dave had the best hangover on the Sunday at Thought Bubble this year. Yeah, I mean, it's difficult Absolutely to tell. Absolutely outstanding. It's difficult to tell with Dave whether yeah. he is hungover or just, uh, <laughs> just inhabited in space. But, um, I, I think no, knowing knowing that he'd, uh, he'd, he'd, he'd been out the night before, I think that's the, the, the time I could dif- differentiate that state. <laughs> and it was incredible. 
Yeah, it was I think he'd sold four jumpers on the Saturday, so he was very happy about that, wasn't he? So he was, yeah. yeah, he was very happy about that. Um, What's on the jumpers? Decadence. Somebody's Just decadence. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, he's yeah, printed yeah, up some sweatshirts. They're incredible. It's got well, sweatshirts or sweatshirts. sweatshirts yeah. It features a lizard wearing a sort of toga, holding a scroll, and a uh, sprig of leaf. Well, that is exactly what I would want on a jumper. Well, pretty standard. Exactly. Standard. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you, you could maybe talk to him about the, the, the foliage and the leaf aspect. but Yeah, probably not enough foliage. Yeah. Maybe I could do the foliage. On no, I'm, 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 I must admit, um, Lando stuff is, is one of those that you pick up for any person you go about. That's just, I'd love to be able to achieve that. Yeah. And it sort of transcends sort of um, fashion and sort of trend and stuff. It's got clearly got its own thing going on. Mm-hmm. It's not sort of playing into a moment or whatever. It's just timelessly good drawing. Yeah, and and, and my pick of the year, um, I've gone with The Black Project by Gareth Brooks. The thing is with The Black Project, it's not, it's not really drawing. It's, um, it's all lino cuts and embroidery. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's in graphic novel format. But I don't understand what you mean. It's physically. No, he's, he's scanned in those items, so he's scanned in either embroidery or lino cuts. Oh, so it's pictures of embroidery. No, uh, he's sewn panels. He's, yeah, he's done the drawing in stitching. Really? So there'll be a yeah. lamppost, and he's stitched a lamppost. In a what in, in every copy? No, mm-hmm. it's pictures of. Embroidery. No, no, he's, he's done it and then scanned scanned the material. Yeah, it's pictures of embroidery. Yeah, right. But right. the amount of work involved in it is. That's just incredible. Mm, it's okay. absolutely incredible. What's um, it about? It's uh, it's about a small boy um, who creates and makes girlfriends out of whatever he can find in wherever he's living because he's a bit weird. He doesn't really get on with people that well and he really wants a girlfriend, so he makes one. And he makes four in total across the, across the course of the book. I just assumed he'd interviewed you extensively before he did this. <laughs> there's, a, there's a stunning likeness. It is... Again, it's uncanny. Um, <laughs> but it is, it's wonderful. Not, not only is it's a great story, it's this wonderfully weird little story about about, about this kid um, trying to create this life for himself. His, his, his family background's not great. But then the techniques that have gone with it, with the lino cuts and the embroidery, it's unlike anything else I've read this year, I'd say. So, um, and it's, when I was thinking back about, you know, kind of what, what, what stood out for me this year, it's just, all elements of it are just outstanding because it's a great story. It's the kind of story I like. Um, yeah, and as I say, the technical aspects are just just incredible. Mm. You did some live embroidery at the last Comic Con. Yeah, which was quite good. Yeah, I saw him tweeting about that. Like, was it was it sort of to music or yeah? Was it a speed embroidery? You could pick your own music for when you're up there. So he had some sort of like fairly industrial <laughs> kind of stuff going on while he was there sewing away, which was quite a nice juxtaposition. Yeah, yeah. Which, and all this stuff, really. Yeah, Owen and I were lucky enough to go to the launch party as well when they um, he was asked some quite interesting questions, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. Like, what? Trying to remember what the question Oh, it was, um, yeah, did you ever think about making the kid make some animals to have sex with? <laughs> and the answer that was, was no. Yeah, the answer was just no. no. He, sort of just, <laughs> he just sort of closed it down. He obviously wanted to engage with the question, but it was just like, no. No, I didn't. I never even crossed my mind. <laughs> and like the guy that asked, I'm not the name's name, <laughs> but, but anyone who's there will know. Who knows? Who knows who it um, was? Everyone's just like, well, you just exposed a huge amount 
<laughs> about yourself there. I mean, it's quite easy. It's an intro. Where does the weirdness end, I suppose? Is it okay that he makes girlfriends to have sex with? And is it unacceptable that he makes he then make animals to have? Yeah, because they're all made out of the same thing. So what's the difference? Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a really good piece. It, it was actually my second choice, so I'm glad I didn't go for it because it would have been it would have been yeah unfortunate a disaster, wouldn't it? But no, it's just because it's something so different. From yeah. what's not else is knocking about and how the whole sort of you know craft feel of it feeds into the whole craft element of them. That's a that's a what a lovely roundup of the year. Some nice picks there. A mm. lovely broad scope. A mm-hmm. lovely broad scope. We move we move to the final segment of of the annual Avery Hill Publishing Christmas podcast. What does the next year? What does the next year hold? Oh, that bit. Let, let, let's start with. We'll, we'll go back around the circle. Let's start with Owen. What, what, what's, what have you got in the pipeline for next year? In the new year, um, I will be in in the first part. The highest priority is, is completing my series between the billboards. The last one, the fifth one, came out uh, very recently, and um, and the final, the final sixth part will be out in the early part. Of Eagerly the awaited. Have you actually started on it yet? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, okay. I haven't actually drawn any final stuff. But I've well, that's another thing. No, I started writing. You haven't actually drawn it. There's more to comics than drawing. There's more to comics than drawing. Well, yeah. I think it's not the way Michael does it. <laughs> it's not all foliage and fun. <laughs> Do you know the last page? Have you always had that in your head? Or? There's, a, there's, a, there's a sort of... Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a scene which uh, was there from the beginning which will be, will be drawn. And I'm sort of looking forward to sort of underlying the whole series with that really sounds quite exciting yeah um, I, I mean it was the first sort of thing I embarked on and I kind of I don't regret it um, <laughs> but but, it, but you wouldn't it's say quite you, a, I mean it's quite an ambitious first yeah just because I, I didn't realise that when you started out in, in comics how rapidly your sort of style changes and how quickly yeah. you sort of, in those early stages how many pages is each issue um, the first couple are about 12 pages, and then yeah. the, the last three have been around 16 pages. It's a lot of work. And, yeah, and if I don't if I resent anything about it, it's just that I'm now locked into that style, and uh, I had to do that for the rest of the series, which is why it's been nice doing things like the Megatherium Club, was so I could sort of step out of that and do something, as I say, tonally, it's very different as well. Um, yeah, so it'd be really nice to conclude it, and I was surprised at the response it got generally because it is essentially the first thing I've done that uh, yeah that's been really sort of flattering mm-hmm. and have you got any plans for after that after that I'm working on a, a sort of much larger piece um, which I don't really want to get into right are you now. embroidering it um, I will not be embroidering that, that, that is something uh, I can safely say don't know if I'm, you know yeah probably won't get on what do you think next, about that next, next year's pick <laughs> And I intend to do, you know, other bits and pieces. Um, hopefully, the Megatherium Club will return in some capacity. Um, and there might be some. I'm not entirely sure what I'm going to do with it, but um, the completed works of between the billboards mm-hmm. might have some. Yeah, I mean, that's that would be prime for collection, won't it? I think. Yeah, yeah. In some way, shape, or form. I'm not quite sure what that will be, but um, when I've finished number six, I can think about that quite seriously. Mm-hmm. Tim, Tim, what, 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 what are your plans for next year? What have you got in the pipeline? Um, what. Grey Area 3 is underway and will hopefully be out in there. And it's a walking based? It's about a walk thing. Dave and I did uh, along the Thames estuary. Were you heading for Ghana? 
Um, we were heading uh, wrong east. <laughs> wrong yeah, way. we were. We were. We were, we were walking east. Yeah, we were heading for rush, rush towards Berlin. No, right? too high. Pro- yeah, yeah, yeah probably. Berlin. Berlin. Yeah, we were heading for Germany. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you only got. As we far made as it as far as Shoebury Ness. <laughs> yeah, which is far enough. And I, I think a special mention, as it is a look back on the year, um, the fifty percent. Body sunburn we got that day. Yeah, mm. um, a while we were, ago we did it. Yeah, in the middle of summer. I never really actually seen that. Like, it was, it was September, wasn't it? So it was, it was. It hadn't been amazing weather, but it just yeah. it just turned out to be an amazing day. And you just constantly had the sun on one side. Because well, we were walking in one direction, constantly. But the sun moves. Hang on, I've got. Yeah, but, but yeah, across us, not rather than moved across us rather than over the top or to the side of it. Incredible sunburn. Um, but it was quite an interesting walk, I thought, and we, we saw, uh, was it the world's longest pier? Yeah. At, um, South End. South End. Yeah, so that's underway, but the drawing is, I'm finding a bit difficult. So I'm having a break from drawing that, and I'm drawing my infrastructure book at the minute. And uh, you've been putting some, uh, it's, it's, it's illustrations in there. Illustrations right? of parts of London's transport infrastructure. That's going to be put together as a book? I think so. The images are stunning. Oh, I think yeah. You've been putting them on Twitter. They're all on Twitter, and I might put some on my website as well. um, And your your Twitter is at pseudoboy? Pseudoboy. If memory serves. Yeah, I mean, I I think um, there's been quite a a big reaction to to the images you've been releasing. Yeah, they've been quite popular. But it's been nice just to draw something where I can just do one drawing in an evening and then that's it whereas yeah. with comics I find and they're in colour oh, well. and they're in colour so they well, what made you choose that colours uh, because you, you've chosen a very specific colour palette haven't you yeah yeah, yeah so it's sort of a turquoise well have you only got three pens is that it <laughs> it's all digital um, <laughs> um, but I, I just thought it made it look a bit kind of night timey Vic, do you want to sum up what we've got in the pipeline for for next year? Okay, yep. So, spoken about Reeds and Metroland and Jules comic. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the biggest thing we've got on the horizon is a collection of Simon Morton's Smooth comics, um, which we've got coming out early next year, I would say. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it, quite nice. It's a collection, obviously, the work's already completed. So, uh, Simon is away in Peru, I think, at the moment. And then when he gets back, uh, he's, he's away for most of December. Then when he gets back, we're going we're gonna to start putting some plans in motion to get that um, to get that out in the early part of next year, which we're all very excited about because we love Simon's stuff. Yes. And then we, who else are we talking to? We're talking to Alex. Yep. So, yeah, we've got a comment coming out from Alex Potts, who I met after the Black Project um, launch party, actually. I met him in the pub, um, and he gave me one of his comics, which we've all had a read of, and we all thought it was brilliant. It's all kind of little slice of life, one or two pages, um, but very much filtered through his sense of humour. And um, his cartooning is just really, really good. It's, it's, it's quite simplistic, but um, it's very... Yeah, it's just brilliantly realised, and um, we we all loved his stuff. So we asked him to do something a bit longer, so he's doing like a, a twenty odd page comic for us, um, which is philosophical and may feature a dog wearing a hat. Like, I thought it was glasses. I don't know what kind of maybe it's glasses. Maybe glasses and a hat. Oh, is awesome. that too much? I don't know. You can't. 
you can't overkill a dog. <laughs> no, you can't. You're absolutely right. It has often been proven. You can't overkill a dog. Uh, so yeah, they're, they're all kind of the early part of next year projects, aren't they? Yes. And I'll, I'll start taking some photos or something at some point. What's happening with uh, Tiny Dancing? Is that continuing? Or? Yeah, we, we, we're going to do something with Tiny Dancing um, next year as well. Mm. Um, we're, we're do we need to change the name now? I feel like Tiny Pencil will blow us out of the water. No, they, 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 they're pretenders to the Tiny Throne. Um, yeah, I mean, it, we're going to have a think about maybe, how... Maybe we, we should sue them. Make them call themselves big I might pencils. Actually, I might make a massive thing pencil. out of it. Yeah. Um, smallish pencils. We could start a better Twitter campaign against them. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, sure, I'm sure everyone will be on our side. The, uh, <laughs> the juggernaut <laughs> brand that is Tiny Dancing. Um, yeah, no, we're going to do something with that. It's going to be probably something a little bit different. Um, we're still putting some thought around that. But yeah, no, the, the Tiny Dancing will return. I think it's time to go to the pub. Yes. Yay. Uh, Owen, Tim... Thank you very much for, for coming along and, and tolerating this process. Oh, Thank you very much. Thank you for the uh, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Shall we sing a Christmas carol? To... That would be lovely. Uh-huh. Which one should we sing? Mariah. Is that a carol? Ooh. It's, a, it's a modern it's a classic. classic. It's a modern, it's modern, a modern classic. classic. Thank you for, for listening, if indeed you still are. And, and, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas one and all. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Santa, yay! Woo! Santa. And seeing as Tim called us early on on this, I think yeah. we better, we better let Tim, Tim came, go where, first. Where's, where's my present? He's pretty much. I was expecting to get Santa. So oh, it's nicely wrapped up. Yeah, and um, oh, thanks very much. Uh, Tim has received the gift. Small Ooh. voyage. Wow. Wow. Three in the morning. Several items in the package. From the top, the world's smallest laser guns. We thought they'd be perfect to share with your young. Daughter. Oh yeah, yeah. Get her into guns. And stuff. It's got yeah. eight <laughs> sound effects. It says "try me" and there's a whole. And then they're very small, so you know, because she's obviously got very small hands. No, so. they're ideal. Yeah. So you can train her to be a killer. <laughs> The next item is a stress banana, instant stress relief. And I've been feeling a bit stressed today. Finally, a tiny tent and for your plan. The second Secret Santa package. It's Mr. Owen Pomery. More carefully, more carefully open than Tim. Tim was a ripper. It's a lovely wrapping. Potato pistol. Oh, so that's very good. It's an obvious gift for Christmas. Potato pistol. Why Tim Laser? I'm in potato. I don't know. You would have to ask Santa. Okay, but if you were to guess. I would say. Yeah, it's heat changing, baby. I said before, it's a completely blank mark. Yeah. And then you get all the icons come through. Very nice. Well, that's 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 fine. Thank you very much. And finally, nothing, nothing there is it. A selection of hats for the uh, end of uh, my pencil. Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? So what, what kind of hats are they? Uh, you got a top hat, a fedora, a uh, bowler hat, and
Tim's a little bit jealous of all his presents. Yeah. Well, it's actually. All I'm saying, Tim, is Owen was fondling your stressed banana. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you'd have to mm, yeah, you might be able to <laughs> you might be able to broker a deal around the stress banana. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see.